The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station or the Webster Rockio Ministries, its management, or other host or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented on KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Welcome back to In Tune. This is Arnold Stricker. Mark Langston is still on assignment down in Florida. I think he's working his way back here. He will be back in the studio tomorrow. In studio right now, we have Carol Comerford, who's the director of the Community Music School of Webster University, and Dana Hodel, who's the executive director of the Chamber Project St. Louis and their clarinet player, by the way. You that's know, right. You play clarinet. I play clarinet. That's right. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> I Those, play flute. There we go. You do too? We should start yes. a trio. Oh, yeah, a trio. That's, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> My fingers don't work as well as they used to. But Mine don't either. It's that's okay. just age, you know? <laughs> That's what we call it, age. So, ladies, you are here to, uh, we were originally, and we still are, uh, talking about the Young Composers Competition, and that was going to have a uh, culminating performance coming up here. Yes. Uh, But I tell you what, let's talk about the, uh, what that actually is, and then let's talk about the details of the performance that have kind of been put on hold because of the coronavirus. Absolutely. Well, it's a really wonderful program. We started about 15 years ago, and I want to um, acknowledge Arden and Harry Fisher, who are the sponsors of the program, but also, you know, helped me originate uh, the whole concept and idea. And the whole concept and idea is to recognize and encourage young composers. And we're doing this through a competition. And we have two levels of that competition. So we have level one, which is um, they, they we get submissions from students who are uh, 12 to 16 years of age. And level two, and we get submissions from students who are 17 to 21 years of age. So we have two levels for the competition. And they send in their creative work. And uh, we have a panel of judges who... Um, made up of, of published composers from the St. Louis area, and they review the works and select two winners in each category, a first and second place in each category. And we have a guest composer. This year it's Angelica Negron. And the guest composer then is sent these winning works, and she writes a critique. And that's something that the students get and benefit from greatly. And um, and typically she and the, and the, the winners would all come to... Uh, campus and we would have workshops and we have a a concert where their works are performed by professional musicians and we have started doing this with Chamber Project St. Louis so we have excellent musicians and uh, and that is recorded so they get a professional recording of professional musicians playing their original works which in in many cases is the first time they've ever had a, a recording of their works and then they also have this amazing opportunity to um, conference, meet with, discuss their works in the field of composition with an amazing guest composer. So that's basically the you know what draws people to to this program. And uh, side benefits of that is is that these young composers get to know each other, they network. They you know we've been doing this for 15 years now, so some of our young composers from the early years, you know, run into each other at other composition events nationally and colleges and you know as professionals, and so it's it's really a wonderful way to to build and and encourage young composers. 
And this has been going on for how long now again? 15 years. 15 years. Yes, thank wow. you to Arden and Harry Fisher. Wow. And now when they compose, they, you know, I have here, they should be for two to seven members of a music ensemble? Yes, you know, just out of, of logistics and and. Right. That kind of thing. We don't we, need a full symphony we, orchestra here. We couldn't, didn't feel like we could have. Now, we did have a student who had written a full symphony orchestra, and wow. in order to enter that into our competition, he decided to make it a quartet, a string okay. quartet. So, okay. um, but typically, you know, they're writing, they're submitting music that is for seven, two to seven musicians. We also have a time limitation on it. I think it's up to 15 minutes, just out of basic logistical concerns. Right, right. And Dana, how has this been received? Uh, from the musicians that you work with when they oh, have to, because so you guys kind of do all it. these new pieces all the time. Yeah, I mean, we just, this fits so well with the mission of what Chamber Project does. I mean, we have our own commissioning project of younger professional composers. Um, and so this was, I thought, a very natural fit that we could um, be a part of what this great program at the Community Music School is doing. And so we were really excited to be a part of it. And um, I think the musicians are excited to, you know, just to see the talent and the commitment of this younger generation mm -hmm. is very inspiring mm -hmm. and rewarding. And it's great for us because since they are professional musicians who are accustomed to playing, you know, more contemporary pieces and, and our students, the, you know, they're submitting works and they have, you know, classical music, traditional music as the foundation, but they're sort of breaking their barriers and they're flexing their muscles into right. to other, uh, you know, boundaries beyond the typical boundaries. So it's important to have musicians who are committed to that, who are committed to this experimentation that these young composers are doing and um, comfortable with sometimes the, you know, outside of the norm type of, uh, of composition. So that's not always easy to find sometimes. Right. And um, particularly since so nice to work with uh, Chamber Project St. Louis because we know we have a group of musicians and sometimes it's hard to pull that together once we know what the, who, what the winners are. Now, this performance was going to take place when? It was to take place on March 21st, Saturday, March 21st, mm -hmm. at the Community Music School on mm -hmm. the campus of Webster University. And uh, it was going to be open to the public. Now, you guys are yes. still going to record those things, correct? Absolutely. Right. So we're going to move ahead with the, the schedule that was set up. And instead of making it a, you know, a public event, we're going to record those. And my understanding is that... Um, the Justin, who's managing this at the Community Music School, is going to get the raw files, even if they aren't very polished yet, and he's just going to get them off to all of the students so they can all hear each other's work, and they can, I think they're going to, I'm loving this term lately. They're going to beam in Angelica Negron, <laughs> and they're going to have like a conference masterclass. So they, okay. they get that kind of group experience of working together as students and hearing each other's work. And I think anyone who's an artist understands the value of of watching someone like you learn a lot when you watch a master critique someone else's work mm -hmm. actually and you can get a lot of inspiration from oh look at what that person did that's so cool you know mm -hmm. and that's a great idea and how does that tie into what i do and and um so i think that's a really valuable experience and i'm really glad that since we're going to be able to record these works they're going to be able to get that experience you know from this competition and you know have this i mean we're so lucky the age of 
Facebook and right. streaming and everything that right. we can uh, like connect with each other, even though we're not, you know, they can't come in from all over the country to do this. Yeah, and we're having this discussion because hopefully we were, we were planning on, you know, encouraging people to go to the community yeah. music school to watch this on March 21st. But since it's been postponed because of the coronavirus, uh, let's back up now. When did this, I guess, um, do I call it? Yeah, competition. When did the competition when was it opened? Like, when could people apply? How, well, how long ago were people notified, hey, the 2020 competition is open, and here's the criteria, mm-hmm. et cetera, like that? Well, it, because we had Angelica Negron um, scheduled, we had it because she's so busy a couple of years in advance, we were able to open it really last spring, okay. you know, early summer. Uh, the deadline for submissions was in August. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, in October. Mm-hmm. It was in October. And uh, then we were able to uh, notify the, the winners um, at the, by early January. Okay, so so budding composers or people who might be interested in participating in this for next year, what what are you thinking about uh, as far as deadlines and things it'll, like that? It'll be pretty much the same. It'll be in October. Okay, and um, so yeah, they should they they should just you know think in terms of two to seven um, parts that to cover. And um, you know, within you know the three to fifteen minute or two to fifteen minute um, time, yeah. uh, generally. And sometimes when when people have multi movements piece that they've already had, you know, they're already working on, uh, they might just submit a couple of movements from that piece if mm-hmm. if their piece in total is more than the fifteen minute. Um, so they don't limit. just submit a score. They uh, you... no, we ask them to have a, like a MIDI, okay, uh, or you know, the, you can put it in a finale and it can produce, you know. Uh, a MIDI type um, okay. version of it, so that the guest composers can listen to it, okay. even though it's not a live performance. Okay. But that really helps a lot. And and then they all, we also have their actual well, composers scores. Composers have this amazing thing about how they can just look at the music and hear multiple parts of it at once. Right? Like I can look at one line of music and know how it's going to sound, but to to see a whole score and go, oh, I kind of see how this is going to work, and they can hear it in their heads. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that is. That yeah. is. I wonder if they have like you know sixteen ears on their head or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely hear. They have what an I'm extra to hear. part in their brain. Yeah. that the rest of us don't have. <laughs> and if people want information, they can go to the Young Composers Competition site on Webster University. Yeah, it's Webster.edu/cms-ycc. Okay, and we'll we'll come back to that. So you have how many people do you remember submitted works for this? This year, about forty. We've wow. had as many as sixty. Wow. you know, for some years. So yeah, it's it's a big job for our, our uh, composition judges who are you know sorting through all those works, right. and uh, and and it's fascinating because you know when we first started this, we had no idea how many. You know, twelve-year-olds are out there composing music. Well, right. that first year, a twelve-year-old won in level one. <laughs> wow! And went on to get uh, to an ASCAP um, award. You know, later wow. on in the junior division. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were surprised and pleased and and overjoyed at you know the fact that there are things going on that young and really reinforce the fact that this is important. We've got to really encourage this and support this and and help it grow. So. So yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, and it's national too because I saw some yes. people who have submitted works from. Uh, we have it from Nevada. all over the country. Every every you know border, we've got them mm-hmm. from the north, south, east, and west, and beyond. Actually, we've had submissions um, this year from China, 
and um, we've had submissions on other years from Taiwan and Portugal and um, England. We had a winner one year in level wow. two who was from England. Unfortunately, he was in finals, so he couldn't come to St. Louis for the <laughs> for the event. But I was thrilled that he was even thinking yeah, about that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, that's cool. to it. So wow. that meant a lot. And when I got the scores, the level is so high, you know, and that they said, all right, these are the wing pieces. These are the people. These are the you know, ensembles you need to pull together. And they sent me the scores. And I was like, wow. I mean, I, in, in the early years, I played some of the pieces. And it, I was pretty impressed then. But I think it's just gotten better and better and Every better. Year, it's it's astonishing, actually, how the level at which these young people are writing. And I mean, I was like, we're going to have to schedule some extra rehearsals yeah, for some yeah. of these pieces. I mean, they're really challenging. I mean, it, it's great stuff. So we're sorry to have to miss it, but it'll be back next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, is there a way that you can broadcast those or uh, is that something that something, we could broadcast? For we could you guys? certainly consider that. I yeah, think we would have cool. to get the permission of, of the composers, which I think would probably jump at the opportunity yeah. to have their works heard. That'd be fascinating. I think so. I've, I've been thinking about that as well. Now, uh, a question. So do you have one winner per category? Or we have two per category, two per first category. and second place. First and second place. And, okay. and, you know, that's it's just it's pretty clear cut this year, first and second place in mm -hmm. level one and level two. Mm -hmm. There have been years where um, not too far behind the second place, you know, was someone who was pretty close in, mm -hmm. in the rankings. And so we've done an honorable mention. Right. Uh, and there has been circumstances where they're exactly even. So we've had two second place sure. or two first place. Sure. But this year was pretty clear cut, first and second place. Now, how do you pick the mm -hmm. guest composer that you're going to work with that's going to work with the students? Is that something that you guys collaborated on? Or is that something that... Uh, uh, well, it's something been... we probably will collaborate more on in the future. We have a committee of composers with uh, Community Music School and Webster University composition mm -hmm. uh, faculty who help us. Justin uh, uh, Blackburn, who is our Community Music School staff person who runs this program, is a composer himself, mm -hmm. so he has brilliant ideas. Mm -hmm. And as a result of, of all that collaboration, you know, we agree on a, a composer and contact them and see if they you know can make time to and absolutely top-notch composers are coming in for this i mean the, if you look back on who's been coming and angelica negron's huge i mean she nilo um i don't know who came last name oh nilo far no i don't know how to Nur pronounce your box well, yes yeah. actually Chamber Project had programmed one of her pieces to play tomorrow night, which we had to cancel. But from that exposure yeah. to her, actually, we picked up on her and our work are going to start performing her music. And um, I mean, didn't Shulamit Ron come? Ron and, I mean, came. just huge mm -hmm. names. I mean, some of the biggest names. Um, and in, in the, the very country, early years, great. we had Claude Baker, who was at one time in residence with the St. Louis Symphony. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we've we've had some pretty, pretty amazing composers, end, and yeah. that's I'm sure what draws people, you know, to right. yeah. to the program to have that interaction with those composers, and and you know, really in the composition world, um, that's how they build their portfolio. Right is is by entering competitions, being able to say that they placed in competitions. That's sort of a, a composer's portfolio, and that networking with other composers, I think, is really Very a critical important. part of. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to make a living as a composer, mm -hmm. and um, that networking, every little thing you do, matters so much. And so. I think you feel isolated sometimes. I mean, there's not, you know, if you look at the student population, if you're in a high school, how many, you know 
sophomores are out there composing music like this. Well, it's probably a very, very small number, and it's so wonderful for them to be able to come and and be a part of a community. I'm sure there's other um, cities that have competitions like this. Do you know... There's, yeah, there's some other com- uh, cities out there. I think uh, Mizzou has a, a, comp- a composition mm-hmm, project that they do. and um, There's one in L.A., at least one. Oh, there's one. Uh, one of the ones. Phil has one, right? There's a Fear No Music project, which yeah. is actually, that was sort of the basis for us getting into this because Arden and Harry Fisher have a grandchildren who are in, I can't remember if that's Washington. Um, yeah, if you're no music, Kenji Bunch. Yeah. 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 In Washington, their yeah. grandchildren were a part of that program, and it's as a result of that that they had the idea of starting our program. Oh, that's wow. a great connection. Yeah. Wow. Cool. And this yeah. seems to be a great collaboration between uh, Chamber Project St. Louis and Community Music School with Absolutely. this. That uh, you guys scratch each other's back, that you get to perform this music that these yeah. composers have. And, and I think really especially that you can link together and say, hey, we'd like to bring in this composer. And it's kind of like a... a, mm-hmm. a Double yeah. duty on that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely, and and the St. Louis Symphony staff was really excited that we were bringing in Angelica because they knew of her. They had, and and they were excited about you know being able to meet her and and come to the workshop. So it's you know the 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 um, it's pretty interesting how. Um, it's becoming it's it's becoming the type of thing where you know you bring a composer in and it you know you know we're paying for them to get here but and yet right. a lot of people could benefit from their time here right right we partner a lot with the department of music and when we bring a composer in that sometimes they choose to to do a program with that composer as well yeah gas uh past guest composers claude baker zach browning john cheatham james moberly lansing mccloskey don friend freund don freund friend freund Mm -hmm. freund yeah it depends on which german pronunciation (laughs) i guess you want to utilize there uh yeah uh, Stephen Danker, Dankner, Jared Spears, just a, a wide variety. And, you know, this is, this is something else that needs to continue, folks, because we, we see a lot of, uh, I want to say, diminishing focus on the arts. And we talked about this in, in our previous hour, that, you know, unless you have the means to do this many times and on a, on a private basis, uh, especially if the schools aren't promoting it as thoroughly, uh, maybe as they should, you may get lost in these kinds of things. And it really, the schools are many times are the, are the catalyst for a lot of youth to keep these things really uh, on fire in, in, their, in their heart and to keep them focusing on these things. So, is there an outreach that you guys have to any of the schools around the area as it relates to you know the competition? I, you probably send information out to them. We definitely send information out to all the area schools, and mm-hmm. there there was a there was a couple of years in the past where there were we partnered with I think this was the Rockwood School District, mm-hmm. and they had some students who were in music theory composition classes, and mm-hmm. a lot of those students. Uh, we're considering entering their works. Uh, now, some of those students are not at the level to be able to win, but what we did was we we um, provided a certificate of participation right. for, for their accomplishment to have created a work and submitted it and have it judged. And I should say that anybody who submits a work to the Young Composers Competition, they will get um, a, an evaluation, if you will, from the uh, composition committee three three judges are listening 
and reviewing these works. So they will get three, um, you know, forms of feedback about mm-hmm. their work, constructive criticism, compliments, that sort of thing. So it's no matter who, whether they win or not, there's an educational bonus for that, them. That's a big deal. And I, yeah. I'm asking this question because obviously I don't know. Uh, is is composition part of the community music school? Like I can come in and I can... We do have individual composition lessons. Okay, okay. Um, John Thomas is probably the key person who offers that. He's one of the one of the members of the committee for the okay. Young Composers Competition. Uh, we've got some other teachers who teach music theory and that sort of thing, too. Mm-hmm. We also have a composition intensive in the summertime. It's a two-week program, and it's for middle school and high school students who, uh, and they, as you know, the minimum requirement is that they read music, they play an instrument, they sing, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. And um, But then we have students who are also have been composing already and have some you know, degree of, of ex- expertise already in development. So they come to our program for two weeks. And Dana used to be a, a coach for, a for this. Yeah, yeah, for many, many years. Yep. And um, so uh, John Thomas and David Nelesnik and are, are the key um, instructors for that. And so they learn about composition. We have a trio of three instruments, specific instruments each year. And Dana's been one of those mm-hmm. instruments mm-hmm. also. Uh, of so, course, the clarinet. Oh, so, yeah. You know. yeah. They rotate the instrumentation, I think, which is nice. So if kids want to come year after year after year, they learn a new instrument to write for. That's good. Which is really nice, I think, because it's it's mostly local, yeah. you know, day mm-hmm. camp mm-hmm. students. And they do like to come year after year. There are yeah, students who come back. Repeat. You know, so, um, yeah, that, it's a lot of fun to do that. And the they that group dynamic is really interesting there and the age difference, you know, you've got quite a spread of ages and that's also actually really interesting. You know, I think all the kids like that. The little kids like being not little, they're not little, they're middle school students, but they like to be, you know, that, that interaction I think is really Mm -hmm. nice Mm -hmm. and um, they learn from each other and they support each other. And, and we do this sort of slapdash concert on the last day or, you know, when I've done it. And it, because they're still in progress. A lot of these pieces aren't quite done yet. Mm-hmm. And, but we just do what they've got out there. And, right. oh, man, they just love it. Right. They just love it. It's exciting. Right. Yeah. Dana, can you brief us on uh, Chamber Project St. Louis? What's going on here? We've got a couple minutes. So we have had to cancel our concert tomorrow night mm-hmm. at the chapel, and um, which is unfortunate. So you can see our website for more about that. Um, we're moving forward with the recording project the following week with the um, Young Composers Competition. The week after that, we were to have a very open rehearsal, which is one of the cool things we do um, with the St. Louis County Libraries. But they have also – they're still open, but they're not doing group events. Right. But we're going to see if we can do a virtual very open rehearsal and use Facebook and have people can mm-hmm. type in their questions as we That'd rehearse. And, yeah, we're going to see. We have some technical things to figure out. Um, for that, so if anybody has ideas, we could use your help. <laughs> Hard work. Like, how good does the sound need to be is our biggest, right. you know, we don't have any fancy microphones. So will my phone be enough? <laughs> anyway, you'd be, you'd we, be surprised. We'd be, you know, they surprisingly good sound, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It condenses it the right way. And anyway, so we might see if we can pull that off. So stay tuned if we can do, because everyone's going to need something to do. Right. right. Yeah. So That'd you can tune in from your living room and and do a very open rehearsal. And then beyond that, we're just going to wait and see. Hopefully we are, all this preventative measure is enough and it we right. can, you know, 
get this so virus out of here. For folks to get more information on Chamber Project St. Louis, they should? It's chamberprojectstl.org. Okay. And again, at the Young Composers? It's webster.edu slash cms dash ycc. And we will post this interview when we get done on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and get that information also on there. And folks, uh, please take advantage of the arts in your community. You have a lot of uh, things happening, uh, not only in in Webster Groves, but also around the whole St. Louis area. It's great to participate in these things, and maybe you can't get them all, but uh, maybe you can just get one or two along the way and get a, a... a variety, because it's always good to have a, a very broad spectrum of uh, background in that. So, ladies, thanks for coming in today. Thank you. Carol Thank you for Dana, having thanks us. Thanks for coming. Thanks. Good to see you again, Dana. Good to see you.